BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. There we go. Got it how you like it. Got it how I want it to be. <laughs> I gotta tell you, uh, I've had battles with toilets my whole life. You really? You, you, you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. That's nah, sad. man. That that motherfucking toilet dude has. <clears throat> It has stressed me out the whole time I've been here. And this this so, transition strip stresses me out. Oh, too. my God, yeah. God, I've sc- scraped my foot on it so many fucking times. I don't, why didn't you duct tape that thing down? I'm going, I, me and Calvin are going to fucking put a, a whole one down. We're going to fix it and just keep from going through. Yeah, it kind of freaks me out, too. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it, man. It's cut. I've cut the bottom of my foot on that thing. Jesus. And all you got is supposed to be one piece. Let me ask you this while we're uh, doing the toilet talk. Yeah, the toilets. Of the toilets. Of you ever been at a party and you was the one that's, that clogged the toilet up and just left it clogged? Oh hell yeah! Oh you have? Man, yeah. I even lived at the house and blamed other people. I'm like, that motherfucker, I saw him go in there and fuck that toilet up. <laughs> the guy that you don't want to be there anymore? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> you fucked the toilet up, dude. Now, now I haven't even been in the bathroom. He's got toilet shame now. Yeah, now he's like, he won't even go to the par- bathroom at a you party really... ever again. Oh, yeah. You always know, let's just say, all right, let's two scenarios. It's a two-story house, house party. If somebody is going upstairs to use the bathroom... They're doing one, two things. Might be pre-bus. Okay, there's more than one thing. Okay, so doing drugs. Drugs. Or taking a shit. Shitting. Pre-bus. Pre-bus. If you don't, if you're not familiar with the pre-bus, it's where you evacuate one of the cylinders. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now it's a single, single story house. If someone goes to the master bedroom, oh, same, they're definitely same. shitting or yeah. doing or doing blow. Yeah, because people don't go hide to do smoke weed anymore. You don't you don't go to parties and people are hiding smoking weed. It's pretty open, ain't it? Yeah, it's pretty out there. Bunch of degenerates. Everybody's a damn degenerate these <laughs> days. 
Those damn pothead degenerates. They're just smoking their weeds. I know, and that's the problem. It's, you know, that we've been stigmatized as degenerates for smoking weed for so long. That's the problem. If it was, you know, think about it. I think we kind of found the narrative that uh, we might be chasing this evening. Huh. Uh, and we've talked, we've talked about it in the past, but, uh, like, the war on drugs. War on drugs failed. We but won. Check this out. So this is some of the headlines that's being reported now. It makes total sense. In places where there are dispensaries now or it's been legal for some time, they've noticed that uh, there's an uptick in automobile accidents. Oh. And so my thought is, of course, like maybe there were people who, I don't know, maybe they were scared to do it. And are doing it now. And are doing it now and like they're kind of overachievers and plus like well those delta variants that you can go to the gas station and get are some of those are stronger than the actual delta nine you know yeah there was a guy you know that's not like completely legal in mississippi like there's like loopholes you have to jump through right now to sell that i guess they classify it more as hemp is that what they do and so uh someone went into one of these Green Guys dispensaries in Startville called the cops after a couple of hours after eating an edible and was complaining that they got stoned. Some of that, some of that hemp, hemp powered stuff, dude, is they're saying it's stronger than the real deal. I couldn't say. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> that's really wild to me that, uh, I mean, now, granted, I, I understand, like, maybe maybe there was some innocence in that to where the person was, maybe they were in pain, and they did a Google search and be like, hey, this might help. And we're going for a CBD gummy and yeah. got, like, a Delta 8. Maybe. That's what happened. Yeah. I'm just trying to, I don't want to call the person, like, just a complete idiot, but, you know, what did you, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, like... I took the whole bag. I ate the whole bag and wasn't expecting it to do anything. I mean, the recommended says you should cut one in half, but yeah, I just, I just took the whole bag. Whole bag. Took all I mean, five of they them. Know? What did they know? <laughs> These guys. The, 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 the recommended dosage is just the recommended dosage. It takes dosage. me back to my Keynesian era when I took too much of the nerd rope. It was yeah, a long yeah. time ago in a galaxy far, far away. A galaxy far, far away. But no, nah, man, it's crazy that to think that now we're not worried about weed anymore we're more more worried about fentanyl fentanyl and the a fentanyl the a fentanyl is actually worse than the actual fentanyl a fentanyl what is this it's a synthetic fentanyl oh yeah so it's like the spice it's like the spice of the fentanyl dude i just think that the the whole system is just broken it's just broken it's you know what it's you know it's it actually started off really racist the war on drugs was attacking on african-americans it was a demonization you said yeah 100 percent. they were attacking african-americans with uh, the war on drugs because even even up until the last you know 10 15 years Black people were still getting higher crimes for drug offenses than anybody else. The war on drugs has been racist from the start. Hmm. 
And nobody likes to talk about that. It's all, oh, the drugs are bad. No, nobody gives a shit about the drugs, dude. That's the way it started. Didn't nobody care about keeping the drugs down? They were funneling the drugs in. Okay. So they didn't they didn't care about keeping them out when they were bringing them in. I kind of saw it, which I don't know, in a different area, I guess, but I kind of saw it. It wasn't really that big of a race thing. Like, everybody was kind of going down. Well, yeah. And it was, you know, like the white boys, those, you know, rednecks, it was more of the amphetamine types. Yeah, they were, you know, the methamphetamines, and then you had, you know, some some cocaines in there and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, even heroin, you know. Yeah, heroin. It was It was always a little bit harder, harder drugs, I would say. Yeah, you know, you never really... Since we've been up and around, they haven't really been as hard on weed as they were in the past. I would agree with that. I would say so. It's, it's really lightened up. Of, I don't know. I just, I'm ready for it to be a point to where you don't fill a drug test if you smoke weed. That would be nice. It was already starting to get that way in Memphis. And I have I have seen some like slack. I don't know how long it goes to like bigger corporations and jobs to where like I know like local local businesses even maybe it's like kind of a bigger corporation kind of deal to where they don't really even drug test anymore. It seems like unless you give them a reason, man. Yeah. Nobody's really. It's it's people are looking at it more as an invasion of privacy now than let's find these drug addicts because now they're looking at drug addicts as having a disease or an illness that's causing them to be a drug addict. Which is true. That is the case, but should it be a get-out-of-jail-free card? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> I never saw it. Maybe... I don't really see it maybe as a mental illness. I would say it's a, it's a vice. Maybe you know. Maybe you had some kind of trauma when you were younger, or maybe yeah. you, maybe you made some bad decisions when you were younger, and you do have a little bit of an addiction problem. And at that point, you know, as teach man's going to have a vice, and you have to kind of choose your vice. You have to pick and choose your vices these days. Yeah. Like I used to have a very big vice in alcohol, man. It was. Serious. I remember. That. I remember those days. The good old days, if you will. I don't know how good they were. They were old <laughs> days, though. I mean, I will, I will, I'm not going to be one of those guys that said I never had a good time drinking. I never had a good time the next day, though. That's a point. Yeah, speaking, of, speaking of good times and all that, welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. You know him. You heard him. I got Big John here with me. This is an alpha deep end. I thought we were just shooting the shit. Flash arrest. We simply says this. All of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and I... You can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position. Got him again. What is this? You got me this time. Got him again. On a scale of one to ten, 
How sneaky was it on a scale of Lance Arms? I'm going to give you at least, at least three and a half. I think. <coughs> Save thyself. Maybe. So, yes, uh, this is Drug Talk 101. Is this what we're going to spend our time on this evening? I mean, we'll just see where it goes. That's where it is right now. Uh, um, I think, I think the war on drugs, like I said, in the grand scale, was started in racism. It may not have stayed there very long, but that's where it started. Who who started the war on drugs? Was it? Was it <coughs> wasn't Reagan? Was it? Was it Reagan? Oh yeah, Reagan. Reaganomics, man. Oh, Reaganomics. I, before that, dude, I like go back and looking at. I didn't like the uh, FDRs, the uh, the what did he call it? The Greater Society. It kind of put like a bigger wedge between like the class structures of America, if you will. I think and that was what back nineteen twenties. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. It made it, in my opinion, to where. This was like the beginning of American culture to where uh, the government would become daddy of the household. We're here, buddy. And then with what you called Reaganomics or Reagan with the war on drugs, I mean, a lot of of dads went bye-bye. Man. And, you know, they say that... Is this the attack on man? I think that was the beginning of the attack on man. Oh, here we go. We're building conspiracies. Because, look, you don't see many women going down as drug dealers. It's all men, generally. Let, you know, generally. Let's let's do some percentages here. If you, how many percentage, how, hmm, what's the percentage of women selling drugs? I, I might be lowballing, but I'm going to say 5-10%. Oh, at most, I'd say. I mean, it's the same thing, like with like stock markets, or investing, or doing anything of that nature. High risk, and I'm not just saying this as a general. I mean, there can be people who break the mode, right? Yeah, well, but, yeah, but it's like women typically don't take those high risk chances, right? Yeah, they don't take those. They don't take those kind of jobs. I mean, you look, you see all those uh, those funny videos online. It's like this is why women live longer. I mean, look at all the stupid crap dudes are doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Very young age. We're taking all the risk from the start, you know? Yeah. <coughs> and I think, like, you know, being a... I've never really personally been, like, a drug dealer, sure enough, but I've... I could definitely see, like, the, the fun in it. You know, the, the risk. Yeah. You know, put, you put your, I, you're putting your life on the line. From what I understand... Okay. It can be lucrative. Mm. Well put. And, you know, not so much, like, you're not going to get rich selling weed. People that think they're fucking breaking the mold selling weed is definitely not the case. You got to start selling other things. I always said that if I were to be a drug dealer, I would have to sell a drug that I have no interest in doing. That way I wouldn't be getting high on my own supply. Yeah, that's that's rule number one. You don't get high on your own <laughs> But I don't know many people that sell weed that don't smoke it. Yeah, that's true. 
from what I from what from I understand from what I understand from what I understand yeah. on the matter yeah from my my intelligence on that I've had uh, secondhand observations I have seen through the eyes of another <laughs> in such a way that yeah. gave me good intuition on this affair yeah and you know it was I see. More of the people I know that were selling weed before it was... Let's just call them out by name. <laughs> Let's just put them on blast, shall we? No, fuck no. So it, it was Mary Jane and, Mary and Jane. John Doe, and they were cooking, they were slinging that shit they were out s- by the dumpster. They had it, dude. They had it on lock. She was selling hash. I don't even know what hash is, boys and girls. But I, from what I've been told, that's what she was slinging. She was slinging hash. Back of the diner, man. All right. All right. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, it's not a very heavily women sport, I guess you could say. I don't mm. necessarily want to call it a jo- an occupation. <laughs> we'll go with sport. We'll go with sport. We'll go with... Uh... Hmm. There's other words for this kind of game. Yeah. Uh, gamble. Bit of a gamble. Yeah, there's not many women taking the gamble. Unless you're Nancy Botwin from Weeds. Mm. You remember that? You ever watch that? Coming out with season nine, actually. There's a show about Weeds? Dude, she was like the pioneer. So I'll have to introduce you to that so later she, on. So throw our stats out the window. There's just one OG chick who was just killing the game. Killing the game in like, you know, she she even came up with her own strain. Well, now I mean the, that was a show that had very, very many feminine drug dealers. Is it just a show though? It was just a show. Oh, it there's, was, it, it, no, there's no, no truth behind any of it. There you go, ladies. It's it's a fallacy, as they say. False. So, it never happened. Yeah. They uh, but yeah, that's that's the only one that I can you know. I mean, women have done good things in prostitution, but they don't really <sighs> get in the drug game, man. All right, we're really going places tonight. Yeah, we're getting there, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll take another. Uh, Another big step for man here. Where else could we go while we're talking about what happens with these men and women downtown? Well, you know, we heard for so long about these gateway drugs, right? Remember that? Yeah. Dare. Dare to keep your kids off drugs. All right, yeah. So I think we talked about this in the past, but like they were, that's where they would come into the school. They would tell you about it, and then they would tell you where you could find it. Yeah, they would tell you where to go. About how much it costs. And yeah, about, you know. Yeah. What time general of day street, is popping? You're sitting down taking market. notes. Yeah. And. They tell you about huffing paint and smelling markers. They were basically teaching us the way. You know, you realize it. I think they realized it just fine. They're like, ah, we got to keep these prisons full. Yeah. And another <laughs> crop. <laughs> got to keep this slave labor. That's, well, that's what it eventually turned into. Was while we're labor. at it, man, I just want to go ahead and throw this out. As, uh, I just want to 
abolish the IRS, mm. FBI, CIA. <coughs> just if it's a if it's an alphabet abbreviation, just just no. do away with I it. I think we should do away with the whole G O V. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I think we'd be a lot better. I think we would do. I think, man, if we scrap the whole system, right? Leave it. Let it. Let us be lawless. Lawless for six months. A six-month purge? No, not a purge. <laughs> not not giving free reign to do whatever you want to. It's just lawless. You know, if something happens and you need to take care of something, you know there's no repercussions behind you going and taking care of it. I think that would do us a lot of good. Not necessarily killing each other for six months, but just like a restructuring. There's a gas station now in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and it kind of went viral yesterday and today. The gas station owner has been having so much problems in that part of town that... By the time he calls the cops, I mean, it's already went down and it's too late, right? So, he hired his own private security. So, there are guys out there with, like, shotguns and uh, AR-15-style guns. I think if we did more protection of private property. So, a private security, at first, maybe that seems like a good good thing. Do you think it could turn a little mafia-esque to where people... Like, could you imagine just like this complex? It's like we were, we decided like we were, we were taking over this, and like somebody stands guard outside. What's up? What you doing here? This is the, uh, this is the quarter mafia, you know. This is the street corner. Who you coming to see? What's your business here? That type of shit. I think, I think there's something to be said for that type of security, man. It worked for years, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know you're getting personalized security that's on hand whenever needed. Now, you're not having to call nobody. You're not having to do nothing. You just got your guy, and he's sitting there on go. Yeah. I think that's better than having to, oh, let me call 911. Oh, the neighbors are beating the shit out of each other in the yard. <laughs> yeah, and just... Because after midnight in a rural area, you're getting a ring for 911. You're not getting a direct answer, buddy. It's going <laughs> ring. It's going voicemail, he says. Ring. 911, what's your emergency? Man, my neighbors are fighting. Are they, are they punching each other or are they just arguing? Yell out there and tell them to stop. They didn't stop? All right, um, we'll, we'll send somebody out there as soon as we can. An hour and a half later, they've killed each other, and there's blood everywhere, and the police are finally showing up. That's an extreme <laughs> scenario, but that's basically the way it is, man. Jeez. Because you got the police is out here trying to take care of this robbery. And then you got this domestic dispute going on across the street. They got everybody on the forces at this robbery. So they're having to leave the robbery, go back to the station, then go to your house. 
Yeah, I wonder about, like, Jason, like, what you're talking about. Maybe not lawless is the right word, but, like, everyone is, like, accountable for themselves. Yeah. Nobody, we couldn't like, do that. No, okay, not. like, and they say that an armed society is a polite society. Absolutely. Because you ain't going to, if you know, it's one thing to be confident in throwing hands, but it's another thing knowing that uh, you're strapped and you know how to use it. You know how to point that thing. Yeah. And that's... And the same goes if, like, you're thinking that about the other guy, right? Yeah. I mean, I know that guy's probably got a pistol on him. Yeah. That's scary to think about, but I think that's the world we need to come back to, man. That's where we started. Is it possible for all these different worldviews... Like, this is this is my thought on, like... Uh, I'm pretty much like a second, first and second amendment absolutist. Like when it comes to bearing arms, like I'm cool with folks having nukes. Yeah, I mean if that's what you want. <laughs> do it. But uh, like, if there are a lot of different worldviews represented in one area, there's gonna be a clash. Darwinism, dude. There's gonna be a clash, and I'm just I'm just talking about like, let's just say there are. Of, I don't know. I hate to pick on any kind of worldview, but let's say there's a Christian worldviews and Islam worldview. Maybe in the same same town. Maybe they get a little, a little heated. Maybe they get a little heated. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it can become like a us versus them real fast. And. I was having this conversation the other day. I don't remember if it was on another podcast or not, but I was like, you know, to be the melting pot country that we are and, like, we've been carrying this experience on for, you know, since 76, what is that, like a little over 200 years? And so, like, I think we've done a pretty good job overall. We had a good run, man. I mean, it's time for somebody else to take the reins for a minute. Yeah, you think so? I don't know. I would just like, I would like to come back, like, everyone, <coughs> I, I think first you would probably have to get a handle on the border. That would, that'd be good. But, like, just, let's just say everyone that was here, hey, we, we're all Americans now or whatever, you, however you want to play it. Mm-hmm. And, like, let's just start working on things that we can be nationalistic about, that we can, we can take pride in our country and we can be like, America, yeah, you know. And actually have pride in America again. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be really cool if we could develop some kind of way to develop, you know, have pride in America. But, like, just think of it. It's it's like every little thing about us is like us versus them, though. Yeah, we're always in some sort of turmoil. It's either us versus them or us versus each other. And that's the way they like it. (sighs) Yeah. They hate it when we're against them. They want us bowing down, holding our hand out. Please, sir, may I have some more? Mm. Well, just wait. Some of that cheese, some of them bugs. Some of them bugs. Get to beat the bugs, dog. Man, and, you know, I've eaten a cricket. Oh, I have, too, when I was a kid. Yeah, it's... it's The head's the worst part, right? Yeah. A little crunch. It's terrible. And then the body's all mush, kind of <laughs> gushy. <laughs> then you got the legs and antenna. Yeah. Get stuck in your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to get your little yeah. grinder and make it into like a fine a little paste. powder yeah. and paste. And yeah, make it into a paste. You get the old uh, mortar and 
yeah. out and just kind of real. Yeah, just spin it up yeah. and then put a little jelly in there, little, you know, little, make it a little oh, bug paste oh, jelly sandwich. Drop a little uh, uh, a flour in there and you make it a little cricket bread. Oh, oh yeah. a little cricket bread. You, you cannot survive on bread alone. Here we go. Got, got a little protein little, in little, there. Got a little protein cooking up in there now. Hey, man. That's, that's, that's thinking for the future right there. I'm just trying to give some pointers. Uh, I won't be doing that, but no, I, I'm not. Gonna. I, if if you're if you're into it, you go ahead. I mean, to uh, each their own. If things keep going the way they're going, how long do you think it'll be before there's another pandemic? I mean, are we even out of this one? That's a good question. Like some sometimes it feels like we are, and then like next thing you know, it's like get your fifth booster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, booster. Time for your booster. Yeah, get on this booster, dog. Yeah, five. Where are we at? Are they at five or six now? Dude, I quit paying attention, dude. After after I got my two, I just quit watching. You think like when you get to like ten, it comes with like a TV or something? There's gonna be a free gift involved. Probably an extra. Appendage. Nice. You yeah. get like a. <laughs> you get to ten. You get a new immune system. Yeah. Because you yours is shit now. <laughs> yeah. You get a. They they set you up with this new immune therapy. Came for people that got the boosters. Yeah. You start taking uh, HIV meds. Yeah. Well, shit. It makes your life great <laughs> if you watch the commercials, dude. I mean, I've seen the commercials. Oh, dude. I was just speaking of that. There was a commercial for Lipton tea. The commercial starts out this dude's in his kitchen and he's checking his blood pressure and then like it pans around and he's got like the, the the wife and kids out in the yard and then it turns him over to the oven and he's making tea and he's bringing a cup out to your to his wife yeah. and the Lipton tea. Stop worrying so much about your heart. Tea is good for your heart. I was like, what the? What is going on? I've never heard this. What is this? Never heard anything like that. That's what trips me out, man, is all this stuff that they say is good for us. We don't know anymore. Yeah, just think about that damn food pyramid, dog. I was talking to my uncle, and I was like, dude, I saw some, I've eaten some, you know, candy from outside of the world, and it's all got expiration date on it. There's no candy in the U.S. that has expiration dates on it, hardly. Well, you'll 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 be a lot happier for it when Zombieland happens. Well, what I'm saying is, I mean, you you can be, always have a Babe Ruth. Yeah, well, Twinkie. That's what I. That's what scares me. I think that's what's giving us cancer. Oh, absolutely, it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what's giving us cancer. Is all the. And it's so crazy today. Like, I would say. If you don't die of it, you're gonna have a bout with it. You gonna you like you gonna have. Something. I think I think most everyone, especially in America, you're gonna have a bout with cancer, some form. Yeah. You might, you know, might might be skin. Cancer. Might be skin. You might catch it early. Yeah. Whatever. Let's all hope you catch it early. Yeah. Cancer sucks. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, I've got family members have battled with it. Maybe had it. Shit, my grandpa had it like four times. <coughs> I think it's something you're. I think it's something that's passed down. 
I think know. I think it goes back to what you're saying. They've been so dishonest with us about like what is actually good and what's bad. All these uh, artificial preservatives that's in the food. <coughs> maybe it is. You know, maybe maybe it is inherited. What was your What was your What they feed you to drink in elementary school? Like milk, chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. What they tell you was good for you in elementary school? Vitamin D. Well, vitamin D is good for you, but... Oh, that uh, comes from the sun, though. Yeah, it comes from the sun. It doesn't come from milk, really. Vitamin C. Vitamin C. Strong bones. Yeah. Milk. And now they're saying, here we are in 2022, almost 2023, milk is bad. Yeah, drink this nut that we nutted from a almond. Yeah, drink the almond milk. And blast acetals. Yeah, the, the, the bean juice. Speaking of this, like that beyond, what's the, you got beyond meat and what's the other thing you got? Oh, you got tofu. Tofu's been around forever though. I'm not worried about that. I'm just talking about like the fast food chains that started selling like these. Oh, they've been selling, you know, questionable meats for a long time. (laughs) These questionable meats. Oh. (laughs) They're just calling them for what they are now. Beyond? And impossible. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's it. Impossible. Yeah, impossible. Yeah. Yeah, impossible yeah. and beyond. Uh, if you're trying to emulate something, why don't you just keep doing the original the thing. thing? The thing. Do the thing. You and uh, you and Jake were talking about this on uh, Man Up the other day. That did it did come up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was cool. I think uh, I think y'all are right though. You know, I think you're right. I mean, if shit, like if it if it tastes like dog shit, if you're having to do things to something to make it taste good, mm, it's not good. It's not good. Now I understand, like cooking, you might you know you want to season, season it. Yeah, you want to season your food, but not flavor. You don't want to flavor. Your you food. don't want to inject it. Yeah, you just want to. And I think that's I think that's what's killing us, man. It's the food they're feeding us and then telling us it's good because now milk's bad. Is milk bad or is milk good? They told us they told me for thirty years that, or we'll say twenty eight years that milk's good. Drink milk, keep your bones strong. I got a lactose intolerant now. I can't even like really drink the shit. I only really drink it when I got cereal milk. I ain't gonna lie to you though. Every now and then I get to want a bowl of cereal. Yeah, drink the milk. Oh, the shit's uh, shit's worth it, man. It's saturated in all the cereal goodness. The shit is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I missed that part. You're talking about your poop coming back to the toilets again. Mm. Oh, miss, as it, it as it starts, so shall it end. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I just I'm not a fan anymore, dude. I don't know what happened. I think they changed the taste at some point. It, well, milk. Yeah. Maybe it's Mandela affected. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandela affected the milk. Yeah, you know it affected the sky. <coughs> affected some other shit. So why why not? Do you think we're still living in the same timeline as we were? Going to going deep now, buddy. Well, I, with the, the CERN idea, this would be the third shift. 
It would be the third or shift. We would be in the third, but it would be the second shift. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of believe that, just kind of how cartoonish the world is. I mean, I think we've talked about it here. I think I talked about it on Man Up, but, like, it's just, it's gotten to a point now to where, let's just say you've turned on the news and they told you the truth. I don't think you'd be able to believe it. I think it would just sound so ridiculous. That what? Like what? No. Like what if they just come out one day? Let's just say we flipped it on the CNN. My favorite thing, but uh, and um, Don Lamone's on there, and he is just reading the list off Epstein Island and who all was there, and putting it up on the screen. Yeah. I mean, I would feel like I was being trolled. It was like, you remember, like, not too long ago, like, during, like, the midst of the pandemic to where they was like, oh, yeah, by the way, aliens are real. Yeah. And just kind of moved on. Yeah, just boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, they're like, aliens been a been with us for a long time, guys. Sorry. Sorry we're just now letting you know about them. I don't... Yes, this is just weird to me, man. Like, th- these are, like, really strange times to be alive. Man. Well, do you think we've ever, like... Not just the American people, but do you think the people of the world have ever been told the whole truth? <laughs> Hell no, because you know who runs this bitch? <laughs> the devil, and he's the father of all lies. Everything's a damn lie, man, it seems like. That's what we're running into. That's what it keeps turning into. I mean, just any time, like, of... Uh, Man, Russia has been, like, going hard on the Western world, especially, like, United States. You've been saying, like, some of Putin's words about America? What's well, crazy. It's like, I don't know if I disagree with the fellow. No. Like, he's, he's, like, calling it out. He's like, they're straight up Satanists over there. And I was like, if you look at some of the shit that we do, I was like, it would appear that way. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we just do whatever the fuck we want. Whenever we want. And so they've been passing laws like crazy. And I, I don't know, we're having... Uh, uh, I read a report today that uh, now granted it's Daily Mail, so yeah. that's, that's about as take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, I take it with about a pound of salt. But uh, yeah. they said that uh, Putin says that a uh, nuclear war, uh, the thought of it is rising. So there's that. Where would we be? I think I, uh, I know we would be obliterated. Oh, they just carpet bomb the shit out of the South, just put us out of our misery. We'd be the only ones that would fight back, so they'd have to get us out. <laughs> oh, God, just popping caps. Yeah, just da, da, da. I'm going to shoot one of them bombs out. Like I said at the, uh, <laughs> that the tornado riders on the storm, I'm going to stand out there with an American flag with a bottle of Jack Daniels flipping the storm off. Yeah. Uh, I've been debating on whether or not dropping that episode on here or just leave it up as a just a video. I've got the audio for it too. I say put it out as the audio. I don't really. I think it's interesting, but I don't know if it's like. I don't know if I'd ride around in the car. What in the fuck? You know, like it would make sense if, like, you were in, you know, the Columbus, Starkville, Lamar County area when that storm was coming through and you hop on (coughs) Facebook and we were live streaming like we were all just having fun at the bar while the tornado was passing over. Yeah, tornado sirens going and we're just laughing and having a good time. We had Clint out there doing every 30 minutes doing a weather update. It was pretty. It was good stuff. Good quality stuff. Yeah. That was also a fun time too, man. 
Like vacuum them. I think they do that when they smoke. Not cigarettes. Oh. I think I think they still think they got to cover over their reefers. Oh. They'll be damn vacuum will be running at two in the morning, dude. Yeah. Oh, buddy of mine was telling me he got an apartment here in town. It wasn't here, but it was more in town. Yeah. Like behind the theater. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back there by the hospital, if you will. Okay. Uh, he said there was this little chick, you know, about 120 pounds soaking wet, right? Yeah. And he said, I don't know what it was with this chick, but she lived above him. He's like, it'd be like 3 in the morning. And he said, she had to be like the neatest freak that ever lives. It'd be 3 in the morning, she's running her vacuum cleaning. And he's like, you would think that someone who was well overweight lived above me because she was like... Loud, you know, just yeah. real loud footed, I guess. Yeah. And he well. was like, I wanted to go up there and chew her ass out, you know, like a lot. What are you doing? But I always thought, I was like, would that make it worse? 50 50 chance, right? 50 50 chance. And that's why I don't say nothing here, man. I mean, it sounds like elephants live above me. <laughs> Which. This is the first place I've ever lived with people above me. You always been on top. I've always either been on top or not had some something on top. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know that I care for somebody being on top of me, man. It's always good to be on the top. Yeah, I'd rather be on the top. Cause you you don't really hear what's below. No. You always hear what's above. Yeah. yeah. I got a I got a damn elephant above me too. And the fella that lives above you is a tiny little dude, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Don't do it. Heavy, heavy footed. He's a little bitty fella, yeah. Heavy footed guy. Toom, 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 toom. Yeah, sat just like that. Oh, they're huge. I hate to say that about somebody, but yeah, they're, they're very large ladies up there. Put them on blast. Sorry. Not. I be scared sometimes, man. I get the creaking up there real loud. I'm like, here they come. Oh, God. Oh, this is going off the deep end. <laughs> Looking up. Looking up. Oh, man, we got to get this. Uh... Man, I haven't, uh... <laughs> I haven't had, uh... I haven't had any time to check on any news or anything. The last account I did look, there was uh, Elon was firing the janitors at Twitter because they they uh, he they came in and were like on strike in the parking lot, so he terminated their contract and fired all the janitors. Hmm. They were union. Why would a social media company need unionized janitors? Man, everything's union when you get into the media world, man. Uh, you know, camera operators, sound operators, they have all a union? Yeah, hell yes. Are you pro union? Uh, depends on what industry I'm in. Yeah, I was in the damn steel industry and uh, fuck the union. <laughs> And I've worked at UPS, I was a supervisor, and I had to fight the union every fucking night, so fuck the union again. (laughs) 
I uh, the only one I've been a part of that I really liked was the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Okay, Philip speaks highly of them. There, that's a really good. I union. hear they're legit. Yeah, they'll take care of you for sure, and they have really good insurance. That's another and retirement. That is two good positives about the union. I will say that when I was that, part of the Boilermaker Union, and what I was telling you about, yeah. still down there when I was in the Ingles. Yeah. Yeah, that was the only reason I kept paying my dues because, man, I kept getting – I had probably been there about six months, and they, my foreman kept shitting on me. Yeah. I finally went to the union steward, and I was like, look, I'm tired of this shit. Like, and they probably put you somewhere else, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Took me to the worst foreman in my area. Yeah. That dude was putting me in some deadly situations, man. That sounds about right. Good times being had. Then I got moved over to the stacking hall. I was in there for about a month or two. Yeah. And uh, I caught the flu. I didn't even go back and get my bags. I was out. I caught the flu. Like we had Christmas break and then they do plant shutdown, right? Yeah. I had caught it like three days. It was like one of the best gifts God ever gave me. <laughs> don't you love that yeah and i was like early vacation you know fuck those tools and all that shit i bought i'm fuck all that i'm leaving it and um during that time over that break i spent that time looking for another job and found another job with it you know i took a little cut and pay but no bullshit yeah nothing yeah no. i was in a aerospace union for a little while that one sucked it's stupid you just pay them money and they don't do shit they don't give you nothing except take your money because the companies give you insurance give you 401k now the union's just there like oh you gotta pay us money for because 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 just the way it's always been mm. man I got a so I started the LLC for this in uh, last year. I get a letter in the mail. I guess it's due by the end of this year. I looked at the due date. It was actually due back in March of this year, but it's neither here or there. No, it's not. I mean, the damn uh, local government's already picking on me a little bit. I'm a little upset with this. Alabama. Uh, That's why you need to move your shit to Mississippi, dude. It said... I had four different things that I had failed to do, and each of them oh. came, came with a fine. Yeah. You failed to do this, so we estimate you owe this much. You failed to do this, so we estimate you owe us this much. And I, I wanted to call them. They didn't have a number, which, of course, I mean, I'm yeah. sure if you oh, called, yeah. like, the odds of actually talking to somebody is pretty slim to none, but I'd be like, look, I ain't done shit with that LLC, but open it. Yes. I, don't, I don't have any any. Money going through it, there ain't nothing going on. Yeah. Because I, what I bought it for was like, we go to buy new equipment or whatever, I'll write that shit off. Or, yeah. Um, we start taking trips. Yeah. Write the gas and shit off. Yeah, yeah. Or the plane or whatever. Whatever it takes, yeah. Mm-hmm. However that works. I got to fire my damn accountant. She ain't worth a damn. 
Hate to say that about her. <laughs> Damn, man. Right here on public, too. Y'all in the public. I, <laughs> I just, just, my account. She sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty on it right now. Uh, I'm just going to shit on her real quick. Okay, yeah, do that, man. Uh, I've been using her for about three years, and uh, you blew it. No more. That's we'll strike one, two, and three. Damn, what'd she do? She just sucks. Oh, that's... Like, she, I don't know. It's like... I've been complaining about her for two years, and I just ain't done anything. And every time it's time to go get taxes, I always do yeah, it just, like the last damn day. Uh, I got to go to her because I don't know who else put up with my shit. Yeah. It might be what it is. I'm going to do a better job. I'm going to try to file maybe by February this year. <sighs> I'm not going to say when I'm going to file. No, I am. Because, you know, I feel like I pay sales tax. Nice. I pay gas tax. (laughs) (laughs) He's already paid his taxes. (laughs) I already paid my taxes. Damn you, taxes. I'll tell you this. I don't think that... uh, I don't think that one should be having to pay for utilities. Who's the TVA run by? Yeah, they ran by the government. Hmm. And who funds them? Oh, the government. And the <laughs> peoples. <laughs> Why aren't we paying for infrastructure and then <laughs> turn around and get a bill once a month for it? <laughs> ain't never made no damn sense to me. Because you're, you're, you're paying for the infrastructure... And you're renting their service. I am impressed, dude. Like, the only thing they about haven't figured out how to tax is someone's breathing. But just wait. That's your next pandemic. Yeah. But it ain't going to be like a sickness. I'm I'm guessing it's going to be like the climate crisis. Yeah. Or the holes in the ozone. Yeah, we got to lock this bitch up for a while because, like, damn, it's going to be 136 degrees here. (coughs) Can't be having that. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna lock you up in your house for two months. We're gonna weld it shut. Have you not noticed how everybody softened up about the weather now? They're like, anytime it's over a hundred, you're like, oh, we're only gonna work a half day today, or you don't have to come in because it's hot. I don't know. Think about it like when it gets like icy roads. Like a lot of people be pussies in. They, I'm not getting yeah, out in this. I'm not getting out in this. I mean, I'll drive in it. I'm. What I'm, percentage of Americans would you say are actually worth a damn it driving? Shit, probably five. <laughs> yeah. I don't fall into that category. I'll be thinking about, like, me out there on the road at night, driving. I, I'll be honest with y'all. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty impressive what I do. Yeah, I'll give you <laughs> mad props for what you do. <laughs> and, you know, you are a fairly decent driver most of the time. Yeah. I mean. My sight's getting worse, though. Really? You get some glasses, man. That's what it is. It's like I'm getting real bad nearsighted. I told you my fire hydrant story, didn't I? Yeah, about the person in the road. It's, dude, it's worse at night, especially like meeting people on the highway and those lights. Like my death perception at night is Ooh, it's yeah. not good. Okay. Are we playing footsie down there? I don't think so. Do you want to? <laughs> I don't. Oh. Uh, you know, 
I've been sitting time now, dude, for two, three months, I guess. How's that going? I dig it. I, I actually dig it. It's the job I like. and It's pretty sweet. It's hard, though, dude. I ain't gonna lie. One thing. Man, I'm mad as shit right now. Why is that? Man, so the city promised a year and a half ago that they went up on the water rate. They went from charging three to four fifty, right? Yeah. And they told the citizens that they would, they wouldn't, they would wait five years before they started talking about raising it again. They already talking about raising it again. They met yesterday and they raised it again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I was like, is times not hard enough right now? Was like, were these families trying to? I mean, rent's going up in that town. I'm not talking about Columbus, by the way. I'm talking about a different town. Yeah. But uh, I know a lot of my friends who live in town. Their rent has gone up 200, 250 bucks. Their utilities have gone up. Now their water's about to go up. You go to the grocery store, good luck getting anything and not spend $100. Man, I went in there and just got some just bullshit last week. Spent 100 bucks. Two bags of chips, two 12 packs of drinks. Dude, I went in there the other day. Like, this is just like personal shit. Toothpaste, uh, which I ain't real big on shampoo, but I got me some soap. Kind of double up on both. Sometimes I will buy shampoo. I don't remember if I did this time or not. It's neither here or there. Uh, what other personal thing? Might have been like shit tickets or something. Anyway. Couple other things, twelve pack of beer, seven items total, eighty eight dollars. Eighty eight dollars. It was laundry pods. I got uh, some laundry pods. Well, depending on how big a jar of laundry pods, that might have been thirty dollars. I went with a small jar. Oh. Uh, I was very price conscious of this trip because I noticed like everything that I wanted to get was double in price double from the it. last time I went to go do it. Yeah. I usually stay pretty strapped on uh, toothpaste. Like, yeah, I try and keep some around. It's good stuff to have. It's not good for your breath to smell like shit, folks. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Dental hygiene is very important. Now, yes it is. But do they put fluoride in toothpaste so that they can rob you of your penile gland? Uh, I mean, they do it to keep you going to the dentist. You know, the fluoride rocks your teeth out, supposedly. I heard it closes the penile gland. Really? I didn't know that. You know what the penile gland is? Mm-hmm. Third eye. Yeah. So, it kind of sucks. Yeah. That's why I think, it's not my personal recommendation, but a guy I know that looks a lot like me, he, he recommends that you, a person does shrooms at least once in their life. Yeah. He said it. Yeah, this guy I know, he recommends them as well. Highly. Like, five stars. Highly recommends. I'm going to say ten Lance Arms. Ten out of ten. Oh, here we go, baby. Ten out of fucking ten. You won't even feel felonious about it, folks. (sighs) Nah, it's straight up. Hard-nosed ten. I remember my first Kinsey in there. (laughs) All right, so... Man, where were we before I went off in that? Yeah, I don't remember where we were before the rabbit. I even had something, like, witty to say. 
Oh, very nice. Damn. How the hell did I even get Penal gland, floss, fluoride. We were at fluoride. Rotten teeth. Well, yeah, supposedly it rots your teeth out, man. Like, that's why they're bitching, like, people bitch about it being in the water. They put it in the water to help your teeth, but supposedly it's the fluoride that's rotting your teeth out. Well, I think there's different kind of fluorides. I think there is, too. Maybe they're giving you the bad kind. No, I think think the bad kind is what's in the water and the good kind is what's in the toothpaste. Or maybe it's the bad kinds and everything. We need to go down to the water department and get the ingredients. H? What y'all putting in this shit? <laughs> Hydrogen? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Be, be frank with me. Y'all putting them Percocets? It's all perks, in it? It's all them, them, them yellow perks, man. <laughs> so that's where the speckled lore tabs went all these years. Yeah, that's where y'all disappeared them, too. Sure. Yeah. Hey, I do uh, want to take a little time right here to talk to uh, the audience here. I want to thank y'all for all the support listening to the show. Uh, there's over 2.4 million podcasts in the world, John. I do not know. And we are a top 5%er. No shit. So, and thanks, the, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. And that is just with our third biggest platform that is statistics from Spotify. So, uh, huge, huge shout out to all of you who continue to listen. And, I mean, we've had a lot of great guests, and, you know, a lot of people have really supported off the deep end, and I did want to take a little time to uh, thank you all because of all the 2.4 million podcasts you listen to, you kick it with us. Yeah, you're hanging out, man, and that's super cool. That's super fucking cool. And we're trying to do more for you. Yeah, we're going to do some more shit, make it even cooler. Yeah, so uh, you may have, we we mentioned it earlier in the episode, we did a little episode at Monson's, it was live on Facebook, and I don't know how, I might put it up as like a bonus episode or something, I don't know, maybe that's the Patreon video or something, um, but we want to start doing video uh, podcasts, I want to start writing sketches again, I want to start doing yeah. Yeah. just some cool material of... I'd like us to uh, have some kind of a traveling vlog. I'd like, uh, which I mean, we're all, seems our work schedules are just always on the wrong page. Brother Cobb hasn't been with us. Man, he is. Man. Well, you know, his job is going through that transition right now. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for him, I'm sure. I know y'all miss Brother Cobb. I mean, he is a a big part of... uh, big part of this podcast you can't have a bad bad podcast if he's on it yeah no, the dude just he just knows the ins and outs of one yeah yeah well that's you know he studies it yeah i mean because he's i mean with his job that's what he does yeah he's checking out podcasts and that dude is he explores do you do a lot of exploring when you're not well not with podcasts i pretty much just take hits from people that i like yeah and you know ours Right on. Well, uh, enough of uh, stroking the own shaft of porch talk. Of uh, I, I am sincere and uh, I'm, I'm very appreciative of y'all. Uh, continue to share the show. That was a big uh, reach, and y'all were big on 
copying and sharing the uh, the links all over social media. So yeah, I don't really even see it a whole lot. So I guess it's just in places that I yeah, don't that you don't go. I don't see. It's so, good stuff. Yeah. Thank y'all. Uh, Thanks. I wanted to spend a little time here for a minute. We were talking about the climate crisis. Uh, so this is Switzerland. Uh, they're effectively going to be banning electric cars because they use too much energy on the grid. Well, that just shows you that eventually it's going to cause stress to the American power grid unless Elon comes up with uh, some sort of power situation. Because, you know, he's the one that's... The electric cars are resting on his shoulders. Well, I mean... The media or... Man, it was even... It was even before he was, like, in the whole Twitter debacle. Uh, no one would say Tesla was the best electric car. But, they, I mean, no, honestly, no media coverage, nothing. Nobody would say a word about it. If Toyota, when Toyota comes up with a uh, plug-in electric, I think they might give Tesla a run for their money. Not in not in luxury, but in performance. I just I see a lot of these vehicles, and I know we're in the young prototype. I'm not saying that we should throw the electric vehicle idea in the trash, but I think we uh we got a pretty fine machine the way it is. Man, and you know we've got enough oil reserve hmm. to fuel ten million U.S.s for. How dare you! A hundred years, but we're like sitting on it because, God forbid, the military need it. That's not why we're sitting on it. I know, but yeah. <laughs> we're sitting on it because, uh, just in case. No, you don't want to use your own. What is it? You don't want to use your own. Uh, what do they call them? Resource. Resources. Yeah. You don't want to use your own resources. You want to use somebody else's. Yeah, you want to use somebody else's resources. Even though, if we're trying to come up with a substitution or kind of a transition away from fossil fuels, why would it matter if we're burning up the reserves? Oh, the reserves. We would have a we we. The reserves is supposed to be for wartime. We would have a. We would have enough to last us until they came up with some sort of alternative. And our fuel would be uh, affordable until they came up with an alternative. Yeah, the cars are stacked so dense against us guys right now, though. Yeah, no, man. And I, I know some people that are in the oil business here in the U.S., and they are just like, we're barely scraping by. Yeah. Barely scraping by to them is, you know. A little different. For us, you know, that's a whole different level. It's kind of like that club that we'll never be a part of. Oh, yeah. There is that. And but that's maybe. That. Maybe. Start our own club. Start our own club. I don't know. It'd be like the Rugrat or the Little Rascals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The He-Man Woman Haters? The He-Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think they want I think they want us to be afraid that the climate's gonna change. And one thing we should know from history is that anything that happens 
with the planet, you got plenty of warning signs. And I think we're doing more damage with CERN than any hundred semis have done. I've been very curious about, uh, and I've been stuck on this idea for months. I've been meaning to have the guy on the show I'm pretty good friends with him now, which is odd because I have a lot of odd friends. Uh, I mean, I got the flat earth guy. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, that's my homie. But uh, he's crazy as a loon. I love him. He's a good guy. He's a, he believes in his... His way. Yeah, he believes in it. Good for you, buddy. Oh, but I've been really caught up in, like, vibrations and frequencies. Okay. I'm following you. So, have you seen these videos online? And it seems like they just keep surfacing. This was in, like, uh, I think it was Southeast Asia. It may, it may have even been in China to where, like, this huge flock of sheep were just all wandering in a big circle. And then, like, it did only happen with sheep. It happened with other animals to where they began wandering in circles. Like, there was something, maybe it was magnetism, or maybe it was vibrations, maybe it was a mix. And then I was watching this video the other day now. Um, I do like these kind of videos. But it was talking about uh, rooms being built to send out a certain frequency by the way it's built. If you were to look at the top of your DNA, you know how like you see the side of it and it's kind of like spinal and it's like curving around itself. If you were to look top down on that, it would make like a a fairly cool shape. If I had a piece of paper I could draw it to you, I'll try to describe it. It looked like a stop sign that would be the outside of it with a lot of intricate squirrels (coughs) on the inside. Okay. And so each person's DNA is a little bit different, so everyone has like a little bit of a different vibration. Now, there could be some that are kind of real close or one the same. Super similar. But the way that we're built and the way that these buildings are built, they give off a certain frequency. So you can go into these rooms with the right kind of microphone and you can record it, amplify it, and then you can begin to measure that with uh, water or any kind of liquid, right? Yeah. Because it'll, it'll begin to vibrate. Yeah. And what are we predominantly made of? Liquid. Water. Yeah. And so, of uh, the cathedrals of old, like uh, there's there might be a few here in America. They're mainly in like uh, Europe. But these grand Christian cathedrals, they're built, and they always have this sound, this stained glass up at the top, huge stained glass. It's kind of like in a hexagon or stop sign-shaped octagon. And you can kind of see it kind of looks like the the DNA of humans. Yeah. And when you go in there, uh, you feel good. And when you leave, you kind of get a little depressed. I think it's because like you are being vibrationally tuned to feel good because that room was made to make you feel better. Hmm. Like there's vibrations of healing. I can see that. I, I I am a firm believer in vibration and frequency because frequencies, you know, 
I don't know Sam. if I butchered that hoe if I sound crazy. No, no, no. That is, I mean, I'd say you're pretty spot on. I was doing now. a mission trip in Chile. I'll tell you this. It was fairly funny at the time. Not so much. I was kind of offended because I thought I had done a good job. I was telling this story in Spanish, and then my friend, she spoke better Spanish, so she would kind of fill in the blanks for me if I didn't know exactly what to say. Yeah. But I was trying to tell, we were doing, like, college ministry, and Santiago's got, like, I don't know, 180 different colleges in that city's capital of Chile, right? Yeah. These little universities, I mean, they probably wouldn't hold, but, you know, 50 to 100 students, but it's not like a real big university. It's not like what you think of here. Yeah. But anyway, we were just out there, like, just surveying, and, you know, if they were open to it, we would share the gospel with them. And uh, we got to talking science with these uh it was a group of chicks, and they were kind of hot. But I was there with my girlfriend at the time, so I, like, low-key, I wasn't interested. But They're well, hot. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was nice to talk to them. Yeah. Uh, and I was telling them that if you, and I know I sounded crazy, and I was trying to, like, tell this in Spanish, but if you took the frequency of the stars and the frequency of the whales and all the different frequencies and vibrations of all the different plants and animals of the earth and everything that goes on in space and uh, if you did all that it would be uh, uh, an orchestra of everything in creation praising God and you could hear a pin drop and I was talking to like 10 people and dude, they all like started busting out laughing their ass off they did not believe me and uh, <laughs> I was like Okay, uh, everything on this world makes a noise. And I was like, I've always messed with microphones and recordings, right? Yeah. You can record, take a phone out in the woods and leave it out there for an hour and like listen to all the sounds and like pick them apart and like tell me they ain't different yeah. vibrations and calls and sounds. And I mean, obviously, you're going to have dogs barking and crickets and birds and all that. <clears throat> But even then, they're on their own frequency too, man. Yeah. They're talking their own. And with the frequency, I think that's why like animals can sense the goodness of people. Like I think people have like a bad frequency. Yeah. Like, to where they put off, you know, we call it a vibe, right? Yeah. I don't like the vibe that dude puts off. Or I get a bad vibe when I go over there. But, you know, maybe I'm an idiot. Well, I mean, we're all idiots. Yeah. I just gave y'all a, I don't know, 15-minute monologue on uh, vibration control. Now, add that knowledge to the dildo. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> add it to the dildo? Yeah. Those are some vibrations. <laughs> I'm giving up good vibrations. Sex ed, baby. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> all right, all right, man. <laughs> what you think? Oh, dude, anything else like that? Everything that we got into, do we need to like go a little bit deeper to uh, clear off some points? Did we hit everything that we wanted to hit? I mean, uh, we didn't plan at all. But yeah, we didn't plan. Kind of hit a lot of, kind of a lot of, hit a lot of topics. Hit a lot of topics, man. You tell us what you want to hear. You let us know what you want us to deep dive into, and that would be pretty cool. It would be pretty dope. Uh, 
I don't know. Like that Discord was pretty lit for about two weeks, and it kind of died. And by and by lit, I mean I think we had like seven people, but we were sharing memes and having a good time. I would like, uh, you know, if we had like YouTube, we were live streaming. You know, we would have the comment section where we could get involved in them. But like with yeah. the Patreon, it's like getting them to where they can call in live. And we, that's can, we can talk to super them. cool. Talk to them. We have got to get that off the ground. We have, we've got all the components. We've got everything that we need. We just got to do it. Yeah, we just got to give them Cobb's number. Yeah, just got to give them Cobb's. Yeah. Call Cobb. Call Cobb. All right, uh, anything else to do? No, I think we're good, buddy. All right, uh, peace out, guys. Later. Nothing to gain, nothing to lose